Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, is anybody there? Hi, Miss Tina. Hey. This is Jan. This is who? Jan. Jan. Yes, ma'am. Jan is his daughter. Yes, ma'am. Oh, how are you doing, baby? Doing real good. How are you? I'm fine. Good. I don't think anybody else is on. No, ma'am, not yet, but Mama, I was talking to Mama about an hour ago, so I know she she remembered and is going to be here. Yeah, she remembered because she called me and reminded me. Okay. I was glad because I had forgotten. Oh, okay. I was real glad she called. Yeah. Where are you living now, Jane? Um, right now I'm in uh Tennessee. Oh my goodness. Real close to Chattanooga. Oh. But we we go back and forth from um Oklahoma and and Tennessee. We just left Evans. Uh, we came through Evans the other day and saw Mama for about five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> what a long time, huh? Yeah. Not well, long enough. <laughs> is your husband still in the tree business? He is not. <laughs> you say that like you're dead. Well, um. Uh, I'm glad because now when he works, he always has cramps and stuff like that after he tries to do anything. So he has grown out of that. But he gave it all to Barry. And uh, my my son uh, cuts trees too. So, but Richard's not doing it anymore. I think I heard somebody else come on. It's Casey. Hi, Casey. Hi. Hey. Um, Join in or listen? I'm going to be listening. Okay, baby. Do you know where we're at, Miss Tina? Uh, 
I think we're, let's see. I think what we're 32, 32 second chapter, maybe. Of what book? Are we still in Exodus? I don't know. I've been gone so much. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I, I think been. we're on about chapter 32. I'm not sure. Okay, here comes two more people. I have a friend on here that's my next door neighbor. Her name is Sonia. She has oh, muted. that's great. Yeah, she's muted herself and just going to listen tonight. But um, um, Sonia, they're going to tell us what book and what chapter we're in, but we're thinking it might be Exodus 32. Hello. Hi, Mama. Hey, I was outside trying to find the star. Did you ever see it? I'm, I'm oh. butting in. This is Sonia, your Sonya. daughter's neighbor you met. Well, hey. Hey. <laughs> that girl's going to have to get off her running shoes and start staying at home some. <laughs> this is my Tennessee neighbor, Mama, Sonia. Okie dokie, okie dokie. I'm so glad. I'm so glad you're with us, Sonia. Oh, I am too. I'm fixing to enjoy it. I'm fixing to mute myself again so I can listen to everybody's conversation. And I'll feel like I'm listening in on, on the, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, when you got a party line. Party line, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and mute, but it's nice to speak to you. And I'm going to listen to everything you say. And I appreciate this. Yeah. Okay. We and you we have a gossip. We we gossip sometimes, Sonia. <laughs> I know. Did you say you were looking for the star? Yes, I I never could see it. I never could either. But Randy, my granddaughter, called me and she said they saw it and it was the brightest thing you ever saw. She told me where to look, but I looked and I didn't find it. Candy she went out in the yard. I was looking from the porch, but she went out in the yard and she didn't see it. But Randy Shandy said they told saw me. Shandy told me that we missed it, that it was done gone. Well, yeah. oh. oh. Who told oh. you that? Richard said it's gone, oh, Mama. But huh? um, Richard said it is gone. But you'll be able to see it the best on the 25th. On the what? On the 25th, when you're going to be able to see it the best. But you got to go out 45 minutes okay. after dark. Hello? Oh. Hey, Gary. Hey, Miss Yes, sir. Okay. Hey, uh... I got in late. Me and Brenda were eating. Can can we just listen? Well, sure, sure. Okay, bye. All righty. Well, we'll we'll listen. And if I get through pretty quick, which I will, I'll uh, I'll chime in with you and I'll start reading. That sounds great, Gary. Oh, okay. Thank you. Hey, Gary, <laughs> okay. you know where we are. 
in the back. Uh, we are on the 32nd chapter and the 15th verse. Okay. Thank you. Uh-huh. I told her I thought it was the 32nd chapter, but I didn't remember what verse. Right. Uh, well, Jan, did you say you can't read? No, ma'am, I am. You are going to read? I'm going to read tonight, yes, ma'am. Okay. Uh, and I don't know, have you talked to Dana? No, ma'am. How about how about Casey? Casey, are you with us? She is here, and she's listening. Oh, okay. Hey, Janice, I'm on here. I'm going to just listen tonight, if it's okay. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> looks like me and Jan. And, uh, uh, well, no sign that said she wanted to listen to, didn't she? So it'll, yes, it'll just be, uh, well, Miss Christy and um, Ida, I don't know about them. Dana, you doing okay? Yes, I'm surviving. Praise the Lord. Hey. Amen. Okay, good deal, good deal. Sure good to hear your voice. Oh, thank you. I, I had a rough night last night, but today I, I think I'm doing better. Amen, amen. That's what I did. I had two rough nights and made my days rough. <laughs> yeah. Mark. Yeah, Mark seems to be doing, he's taking it better than I am, which is a shocker. Oh, really? Amen. Yeah, he's doing yeah. So, but I'm going to just okay. listen to y'all tonight. I might start hacking in the middle of it. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Well, like like Gary said, if you want to join in and uh, or say something, please do. Okay. I might comment. Okay. Oh. All right. Well, it's a little bit after seven. <clears throat> Let's go ahead and pray, and um, we'll just we'll just start right in. <clears throat> dear Father in heaven, dear Lord, in Jesus' name, we come with our our voice out loud here, Lord, in the presence of our friends and our Christian brother and sister, all all of us together, Lord, to gather around and uh, just entreat you, Father, that you might add your blessing. Uh, your word's always blessed, and your word's always powerful. Your word is our drink and our our bread. Lord, just make it so even tonight that we might experience um your 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 word even thinking about the that star what a blessing to even think that we could gaze at the heavens and see your handiwork oh blessed lord we love you we love you we we want you to to um interpret the words holy ghost of god interpret these words i can each Lord, all I can do is read your word. Just, just you just have to to do the work. Thank you for everybody that's here. 
Uh, thank you for all the blessings, Lord, the amount of help you've given to those that's sick. We thank you for that. And, Father, we'll just we'll wait on you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Mama. Ma'am? There's Ida. Yes. Oh, hey, I, I, hey I, I'm sorry I missed it last week. I totally forgot. <laughs> oh, my. We missed you last week. I know. I When I remember, like, oh, it's all surely over. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <clears throat> well, I just want to wish everybody a uh, uh, Merry Christmas! Uh, the season's upon us, and um, uh, there are a lot of excitement and a lot of people. And those of us that's so old and all that kind of stuff, well, moving right along. But uh, <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody! Thank you. Okay, Thank you. Merry Christmas from Tinnabur. Yes, ma'am. Uh, Okay, we're at Exodus chapter 32 and uh, verse 15. Uh, all right, Ida, it'll be you and Jan and myself and uh, to start off with. Exodus 32. Uh, uh, Exodus uh, 32, 15. Okay. Uh, uh, I, I did want to mention this before we got into it. We we left off at that point there where the Lord just says, well, uh, I'm just going to consume them. They, they are stiff-necked people, and they're always backsliding, and I'm just going to, I'm just going to, uh, consume them and burn them up, and I'll start a new nation. But look, let's just uh, let me read down to uh, verse 14, starting at verse 11. And Moses besought the Lord his God and said, Lord, why doth thou wrath wax hot against thy people, which thou brought forth out of the land of Egypt with great power and with a mighty hand? Wherefore should the Egyptians speak and say, Oh, for mischief did he bring them out, to slay them in the mountains and to consume them from the face of the earth. Turn from thy fierce wrath and repent of this evil against thy people. Remember Abraham, Isaac, Israel, thy servants, to whom swearest by thine own self, and sayest unto them, I will multiply your seed as the stars of heaven, and all this land that I have spoken of will I give unto your seed, and they shall inherit it forever. Now that's the intercession of the man of God, Moses. And verse 14 says, And the Lord repented, or changed his mind, of the evil which he thought to do unto his people. You know, y'all, we need to pray. We need to pray for uh, people or situations. We need to pray. Uh, I, I was just thinking, uh, t- just today, uh, there was a, a need came up, 
And as I was walking, it just came to my mind, pray about it, pray about it. And uh, I just thank the Lord for that, that he brought it to my mind. Any kind of problem or fear or uh, well, anything that plagues the children of men, we, you know, it's given for a reason, and He's calling us to, to Him that, that He might see our faith as we reach out to Him, and and so many times the Lord will, as it says, repent or change His mind. So that's 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 good to know. Practice that. Practice that. That it, it, I don't care. It don't have to be a big thing. It can be just, of course, it's big to us, but a small thing. And um, it'll just bug us, you know, but pray about it. All right. We'll start verse 15 here. Did anybody want to say anything about that? Just, just... Break in any time. I'm I'm always glad. Um, okay, verse 15 says, And Moses turned and went down from the mount, and the two tables of the testimony were in his hand. The tables were written on both their sides. On the one side and on the other were they written. And Go ahead. the table... I'm sorry. Go ahead, Ada. Okay. And the tables were the word of God, and the writing was the writing of God, graven upon the tables. And when Joshua heard the noise of the people as they shouted, he said unto Moses, There is a noise of war in the camp. Uh, I wanted to say this. We we talked about this in Sunday school, uh, Brother Gary and us a few Sundays ago, and we was talking about that who who wrote the the tables, but um, and you know some said well God wrote one, Moses wrote one, but in all my my dealings, I believe that God wrote them both. That um, it, it sometimes it. It seems like Moses may have written it, but uh, God uh, is repeating what he, his perfect laws, the Torah of the Ten Commandments, and uh, he wrote it, as it says on one account, with his finger on that tablet, I guess, of stone. Um, he said to hew it out, so I guess it was stone, and... Uh, so it's just it's you know it has no man made thing in it at all. It's straight from the mouth and the finger of God. Amen. Was that Miss Christie? I heard somebody say, "Amen." It sounded like Miss Christie. He was saying, um, Okay, the verse, the verse 18 says, so they hear this great noise, and uh, uh, I can just hear, you know, it's a still night, and they're in the mountain, and um, 
I think sound travels, you know, they were high up, and I think sound travels, and they heard this great racket, and they didn't know what, most didn't know what it was for a while. In verse 18, he says, and he said, it is, God says, it is not the voice of them that shout for mastery, neither is it the voice of them that cry for being overcome, but the noise of them that sing do I hear. Verse 19. And it came to pass, as soon as he came nigh unto the camp, that he saw the calf and the dancing, and Moses' anger waxed hot, and he cast the tables out of his hands and break them beneath the mount. And he took the calf which they had made and burned it in the fire and ground it to powder and strawed it upon the water and made the children of Israel drink of it. Can you imagine the the frustration that Moses, uh, not even to mention God, but when, you know, God was, is so explicit in that thou shall have no other gods before me. He, had, he didn't, you know, they didn't have to have the Ten Commandments before they knew God's teaching. God had been teaching them, leading them all along. And uh, they all came, you know, um, uh, Abraham, he came from idolatrous uh, kinfolks. They they loved they loved to worship those idols, but uh, Moses had taught them there, and uh, he had already prepared them that that God was going to speak and and that He'll be back down. Well, they done forgot about Moses and everything else, and reverted back to animalistic worship of things that um, have no life in them. So he sees that calf, and I imagine he stormed into that camp. Can you just see Moses storming into the camp and um, grab that? I imagine they was dancing. You know, you've seen the natives and how they dance around the fire, and, and it's just demonic, I think. And uh, mm-hmm. they was they said, these be thy gods, O Israel, that brought you out of Egyptian bondage. Can you imagine? Here they've been led by a pillar of fire and and uh, 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 by day, uh, uh, by night, and a cloud by day. And they mm-hmm. say that these idols brought them out. It don't make sense. Yeah, um, and I don't know just how all that happened that that he could beat it beat it out to where they was drinking gold dust. I don't know, but that's that was what, that's what he said. He made them to drink of that that powder that the idol was made of. Verse twenty one. It says, and Moses said unto Aaron. What did this people unto thee that thou hast brought so great a sin upon them? 
verse 22, And Aaron said, Let not the anger of my Lord wax hot. Thou knowest the people that they are set on mischief. <laughs> For they said unto me, Make us gods which shall go before us. For as for this Moses, the man that brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we wot not what is become of him. Janice, I can read now if you want me to. Good, good. Read 24. Okay. And I said unto them, Whosoever hath any gold, let them break it off. So they gave it to me. And I cast it into the fire, and there came out this calf. Can you imagine when Moses got a hold of Aaron? Aaron is is Moses' right-hand man, and he speaks with God, too. I can just imagine in our vernacular, he said, what in this world was you thinking about? And he's just uh, incredulous to to think about why how could how could this man of God make an idol? And mm-hmm. here he tells a fibber and tries to on the people, but uh he can get away with that. Just jumped at that that idol just jumped out of that fire. And, yeah, uh, just came from the calf. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's something. Oh, <laughs> and when Moses saw that the people were naked, for Aaron had made them naked unto their shame among their enemies. Then Moses stood in the gate of the camp and said, Who is on the Lord's side? Let him come unto me. And all the sons of Levi gathered themselves together unto him. And he said unto them, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, Put every man his sword by his side, and go in and out from gate to gate, throughout the camp and slay every man his brother and every man his companion and every man his neighbor. And the children of Levi did according to the word of Moses. And there fell of the people that day about 3,000 men. Miss Janice? Yes. I have a question on 25. Who would their enemies be? Uh, the 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 nations that they was trying to to uh, overcome, you know, all the 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 Canaanites and the electrolytes and <laughs> all of hey, them. The pars- oh, the parasites. I'm there at this time, were they? Huh? It was just it was just the children of Israel. Wasn't it? Say again. Wasn't just, wasn't uh, at this moment here, it was only the children of Israel, right? Or was there 
was there a bunch of other different ones there? Mm. Uh, well, I'm, I don't know, but they was in this strange land. And I imagine, you know, uh, uh, let's see, um, you know, I forget the I forget the progression of the uh, the pilgrimage. I, I don't yeah. know all the, um, exploits, but they are in uh, enemy land, and as he said, they will hear of it. And uh, that's what Moses said, you know, right back there when we first started. He said, Lord, you've got to it because they'll say you wasn't able to bring them out. And, and uh, they'll they'll think, you know, bad for you. So they were they were in the I don't know just how close they was, but but uh, that was the fear that they would those enemies would hear of it. And uh you know, claim claim that that uh, God was not able to bring them out, and so I guess that's the enemies that it's talking about. Okay, All right. I was just so children of Israel. Mama, I read. Uh-huh. I didn't understand. I didn't understand verse twenty-five. So I've got my children's Bible out. And it says, and when Moses saw that the people had been committing adultery at Aaron's encouragement and much to the amusement of their enemies, he stood at the camp entrance and shouted, all of you who are on the Lord's side, come over here and join me. And all the Levites came. Uh, You're fading out, Jan. I can't hear you. Oh, I, uh, did you hear anything? I could, I could, yeah, I heard you at first. Okay, well, I didn't understand that they were committing adultery. Well, I, who, who said that they were? This is a children's Bible uh, written oh. by Kendale. But anyway, well, it's just... They were committing adultery at Aaron's encouragement and much to the amusement of their enemies. Which he stood at the camp entrance and shouted, all of you who are on the Lord's side, come over here and join me. And all the Levites came. Right. That's, that's on down a little, a little farther. I don't know. You might could read that into it, and that you know that uh, the connotation there is nakedness and sexual sin kind of go together. But you know the Bible don't say that. Um, it's possible, but uh, anyway, ever what they is doing, uh, Aaron said it was all right, but it was not all right. I'm gonna go get my study Bible. Oh. Yeah, I I looked. <clears throat> I didn't. I wore my old Matthew Henry Bible out, <clears throat> and I I gave it to somebody. So I didn't have anything to look that up with. 
<clears throat> that that very verse, I, I I wondered what it meant when he said that uh, that he had made them naked. So I don't know. <clears throat> you know, it seemed like the devil always has got uh, that sin before. You know, in the 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 uh, temple. They had prostitutes that lived right next door. And um, you remember um, Samuel's sons, they made the people to commit adultery right in the the presence of God, you might say. So the devil just loves to do, you know, when you start slipping, well, it seemed like it'll be a sexual sin before you know it. But um, anyway, yeah, he said, where did we read to? Oh, Gary, what did you read last? 28, I think. It should be on 29. Yeah. Okay. Uh, right. Uh, <clears throat> but the sons of Levi, they came to the rescue. Um, you know, they were, they were the priestly tribe. I don't know yeah. if they had got caught up in that sin of nakedness and worshiping the golden calf or not, but when he made the offer, who is on the Lord's side, they stepped right up and, uh, you know, did that. And what I, I was, look at this. Now, you know, there's all kin folks, and they had traveled together, lived over there in um, the land of Goshen for 400 years and aunts and uncles and children and all of that. But but he said, kill them all. And they obedient. They, they just, don't you know, that took some doing to slay their brothers and, and um, mm-hmm. all that. <clears throat> but yeah. they was obedient. Up to 3,000 men. I guess it literally means there was no women but but men. I don't know. Uh, Just, Mama, just to say the Uh Hebrew word, this was in my study Bible. The Hebrew word for naked could also be translated out of control. So, like you said, they were dancing like the Indians do, I guess. Did you say out of control? Yes, ma'am. That's the Hebrew word can also be um, uh, translated. For naked, it could be translated out of control. Oh, okay. Secretary became wild. That would be good. <clears throat> you sure are quiet, Jan. You need to turn yours up. I can't hardly hear you. Well, I just put a new case on here. Maybe there's something wrong with it. I can hear you, oh. Jan. Yeah, I... Okay. I don't know. You said... Your book says out of control. Yeah, I have a um, King James um, Study Bible, Gary. And it uh-huh. says the Hebrew, 
It says the Hebrew word for naked could also be translated out of control. Oh, okay. I did. I never knew that. Oh, that's, right. a good, that's a good one. Tina, did you say something? No. Okay. Ida, did you say something? Yes, I just said that's a good that's a good point, you know, out of control. Kind of like uh, when the kids are in the party, it kind of like became wild or becomes wild or out of control. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. uh, okay. That's, uh, that's like when the world has fun, they have to drink alcohol, and alcohol puts you mm-hmm. out of control. And the devil can make you do anything then. Right. But if that's the case, then it, what what he's saying is that, uh, I don't get that because it says that the people were naked, for Aaron had made them naked under their shame among their enemies. How would you, if that was translated to out of control, does that mean Aaron had made them out of control? He had made them, uh, in other words, he had given permission as they worshiped the false uh, idol, he had given them permission to just keep going. You know, once you start, it's, it's yeah. easy to yeah. yeah, okay. Well, that would work yeah. out of control. Okay. And, you know, uh, I think Aaron... Uh, he is in authority there. Moses had trusted him in authority. And when the leaders of our land are wicked, then uh, it won't be long before a whole nation forgets God. And, you know, we're, we're all so bad anyway that we don't need much encouraging or removing of of uh, safety precautions like staying right with God, uh, right. if we don't watch out, fall into that sin too. Amen. Yeah. That's good. Okay. Good verse twenty nine. <laughs> Ma'am. Oh, verse twenty nine. Yeah. Verse twenty nine. Uh, for for Moses had said, now this is this is back over in uh, verse twenty five. About this time, Moses had said, "Consecrate yourselves today to the Lord, even every man upon his son and upon his brother, that he may bestow upon you a blessing this day." And it came to pass on the morrow that Moses said unto the people, Ye have sinned a great sin, and now I will go up unto the Lord. For adventure I shall make an atonement for your sins. And Moses returned unto the Lord and said, Oh, this people have sinned a great sin and have made them gods of gold. Yet now, if thou wilt forgive their sin, and if not, blot me, I pray thee, out of thy book which thou hast written. 
So we see the the advocacy of Moses here, uh, and that's so wonderful. Uh, that's so wonderful that that uh, he loved them people, even as mm. Paul said, uh, "I could wish that I was accursed for the nation of Israel." And uh, that's that is Christ in you, because. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son for the for the people, you know. So when you find somebody with a heart like that, you have a great leader, one that, mm-hmm. that uh, worries about his congregation and, you know, just everything he thinks about is for the, the sheep of his pasture. And um, that that was the man Moses. Uh, Verse 33 says, And the Lord said unto Moses, Whosoever hath sinned against me, him will I blot out of my book. Therefore now go, lead the people unto the place of which I have spoken unto thee. Behold, mine angel shall go before thee. Nevertheless, in the day when I visit, I will visit their sin upon them. And the Lord plagued the people because they made the calf which Aaron made. Because they made the calf which Aaron made. (laughs) Or which Aaron gave them permission to make. Uh, uh, They're all in together, you know. They're all guilty. Okay, has somebody got something you want to say about... uh, He's going to block somebody out of my book. Um, I think Moses' willingness to be blotted out of God's book for the people's sake, uh, it shows the grandeur of his character, isn't it? That's That's a classic question here. We talked about that in Sunday school, too, huh, Brother Gary? Yes, ma'am, we sure did. Uh, but uh, I'm not I'm not going to try to explain it because I don't know. I do not know. Uh, but I know definitely he, the, the book of life that, that the, the children, his children who by faith have accepted Christ I do know that that he's not going to block us out of that. Now he has more than one book, so I, I'm I'm not uh, able to talk about that. Um, you know, I don't know if I know this or not, but when I hear that, if I didn't know nothing, if I didn't know anything, first thing that I would think is. All our names are written down, all of them. And the day that yeah. we turn our, when we say no, I will not accept Jesus Christ as our as my Savior, and I, you know, I die. That my name is blotted out. But I know that God knows who will accept Him and who won't. Right. And from reading what He just said here. That's what it makes me think. All our names are written and they're blotted yeah. out. One, yeah, you you get where I'm going. Yes. Yeah. 
I, yeah, and they're just doomed for hell. Right. Right. That's that's my general idea. Okay, uh, Brother Gary, if you will read uh, read uh, verse one of thirty-three. Okay, but Miss Chance, I got a question about thirty-four. When he said that, uh, therefore now go, lead the people into the place of which I have spoken unto thee. Behold, mine angel shall go before thee, nevertheless in day when I visit, I will visit their sin upon them. What exactly is he talking about there? Oh, wait, this is the sin, the sin of, uh, of uh, let's see, what is the word? Uh, the soul that sins, it'll die. Uh, this is the uh, the be sure your sin will find you out. God always, uh, you know, He may forgive you, but the consequences of that sin a lot of times have to be played out, and you suffer for sins, even though God will forgive you. You have to suffer the consequences. Yeah, the the first part of it, that angel there, that is the the presence of God himself uh, found in the cloud and in the fire. I think it's Jehovah God that led led them out, you know, uh, and he's calling that the my angel. Right. Okay. But he said, I'm, I'm not going to do it right now. You know, so many times God will put off judgment till a later date simply right. for some reason unknown to us a lot of times. Uh, we might get by with something, you know, if we've confessed it and all. But later on down the road, we may have to bear the consequences of our disobedience. Right, he doesn't pay up every Friday. Mm-hmm. Okay, you want me to read chapter one? Uh, yes. Uh-huh. And the Lord said unto Moses, Depart and go up hence, thou and the people which thou hast brought up out of the land of Egypt, unto the land which I swear unto Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, saying, Unto thy seed will I give it. <laughs> So the journey is to be resumed, as my heading here says. Uh, they've got it. They've made it all right. God has, uh, uh, you know, vindicated his holiness in that the evildoers were were uh, put away. And uh, they've all, uh, you know, come back and, and uh, they have repented for <laughs> the... Tens of thousands of times, just like us. So now they're they're they've just been marking time, but now they're they're going somewhere. The journey is to be resumed. Um, verse two, he says again, and I will send an angel before thee, and I will drive out the Canaanite, the Amorite, and the Hittite, the Perizzite, and the Hivite, and the Jebusite. 
unto a land flowing with milk and honey, for I will not go up in the midst of thee. For thou art a stiff-necked people, lest I consume thee in the way. And when the people heard these evil tidings, they mourned, and no man did put on him his ornaments. For the Lord had said unto Moses, Say unto the children of Israel, Ye are a stiff-necked people. I will come up into the midst of thee in a moment, and consume thee. Therefore now put off thy ornaments from thee, that I may know what to do unto thee. So all of this, you know, kind of points back to the last chapter. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it tells it, he said this way back there, it seems, and uh, he's just telling us about it here in the chapter 33. But uh, he, he misses no words. He tells them exactly what they are. And it seems like they just, uh, oh, they just melt away in repentance. And I guess they do. Uh, but <laughs> it won't be long before they're, they're doing bad again. Uh, it's, uh, you know, in verse 4, they, they was mourning and uh, evidently agreeing with God that they had done wrong. And, of course, that's what repentance is, re- agreeing with God that you've done wrong. And um, so he's repent in sackcloth and ashes. And I don't know what and all they they had that already broke off all their gold and made the gold golden calf, but they still had some little doodads on their bodies that, they took that off, and and um, they were uh, showing themselves as in sackcloth and ashes. They didn't want to have a proud look about them, so they said, "We'll deface ourselves, and um, because we we are repenting." Uh, verse six says, "And the children of Israel stripped themselves of their." ornaments by the Mount Horeb. And Moses took the tabernacle, pitched it without the camp, afar off from the camp, and called it the tabernacle of the congregation. And it came to pass that everyone which sought the Lord went out unto the tabernacle of the congregation, which was without the uh, the car. Which, which was without the camp. And it came to pass when Moses went out unto the tabernacle that all the people rose up and stood every man at his tent door and looked after Moses until he was gone into the tabernacle. And it came to pass as Moses entered into the tabernacle that cloudy pillar descended and stood at the door of the tabernacle and the Lord talked with Moses. <laughs> and what about? So, scared death of God, and uh, rightly so, because uh, as he said, he had come up on them in the in the New York minute. We might say <laughs> he said, "Oh, 
I'll be on you like white on rice and <laughs> all these scary things. And they were, they were scared. And look at them there as Moses, the man of God's walking. They all hovered inside their tent door. They were just peeping out. So he was in the tabernacle. And, um, and sure enough, about the time he got there, uh, here, here the Lord appeared <clears throat> and talked to Moses. The man of God, uh, mm-hmm. verse 10, <clears throat> and all the people saw the cloudy pillar or the presence of God stand at the tabernacle door. And all the people rose up and worshipped every man in his tent door. And the Lord spake unto Moses face to face as a man speaketh speaketh unto his friend, and he turned again into the camp. But his servant Joshua, and son of Nun, a young man, I mean the son of Nun, a young man, departed not out of the tabernacle. And Moses said unto the Lord, See, thou sayest unto me, Bring up this people, and thou hast not let me know whom thou wilt send with me. Yet thou hast said, I know thee by name, and thou hast also found grace in my sight. Now therefore I pray thee, if I have found grace in thy sight, show me now the way that I may know thee, that I may find grace in thy sight, and consider that this nation is thy people. Oh my... That's that is so wonderful. <clears throat> you know, uh, it, Abraham was called a friend of God, and um, he he told uh, uh, Moses that he he was his he was his his friend also. Uh, and I thought about Joshua. Now I don't know where Joshua was when. Aaron uh, was all in this making the golden calf. I don't know where Joshua was, but now he he says, you know, they all left out in, in verse 11. He said, uh, I'm going to stay here. This is where I feel the presence of God. This is where God meets with his people. Now, this was the tabernacle in the wilderness that you've heard about. Uh, but he said, this is, this is I, I want to stay here. And, you know, our churches are not perfect, but they're, they are the closest thing that we've got because other believers assemble there. And uh, we kind of... Uh, what's the word, we kind of hit off of each other. We're a comfort to each other. And you'll find no other place on earth that is as close as when you're meeting with other believers. And that's what Joshua was, uh, he, he, he liked that. He said, this is, this is, and you know, I've noticed something. I, I wonder if y'all have. 
uh, when the when you have a real good service and you you feel like you know the Lord was truly among us, people want to hang around. Yeah. Mhm. And yeah. and if it's a dry land, you're gonna get out of there as fast as you can. But uh, I'll never forget we had a. <clears throat> I think maybe it was when the author was our our pastor. We had a a camp meeting, and uh, everybody it got over with, but nobody didn't want to leave. And uh, that's the presence of God. Mm-hmm. It's it's just good to to be where you know the spirit of the Lord is <clears throat> so Joshua chose that that way and so Moses has got a, a revival too he said oh Lord I want to know you oh I got, you just got to you told me that, that we're going to do this now but you didn't tell me how I want to know and I want to know more about you Lord and don't you think that's a good prayer for us to pray yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Show, show me, show me, Lord. Reveal yourself to me. Walk and talk. Commune with me. Um. Oh, just take over my mind. Help me to worship you, and um, uh, and just to feel your presence. That's what Moses wanted. <clears throat> And uh, let's see, Gary, what did you read last? You're 14, Mama. 14, yeah. We're on 14. I read 14. Yes, ma'am. Oh. Oh. In 13 there, he had said, he reminded the Lord. Of course, the Lord didn't need to be reminded, but uh, he brings it up that uh, to remember, Lord, that this this is your people. Uh, the Jews have that blessed uh, statement there that that is that is God's people. Of course, we, by virtue of Jesus' work on the cross of Calvary, we're we're all God's people now, but at that particular time they were a peculiar people and they were God's people. <clears throat> but he don't answer Moses. He just says, uh, you know, Moses asked him a couple of questions, but verse 14 says, and God said, he said, my presence shall go with thee and I'll give thee rest. And <laughs> what better thing could we have? You know, he wants to know more about God. Well, if God's presence is with us, we'll have the kind of rest that is a peace that Jesus said, my peace I give, uh, I leave with you. And who could want anything more? Huh? I think. Mm-hmm. Verse 15, 
And he said unto him, If thy presence go not with me, carry us not up hence. For wherein shall it be known here that I and thy people have found grace in thy sight? Is it not in that thou goest with us? So shall we be separated, I and thy people, from all the people that are upon the face of the earth? And the Lord said unto Moses, I will do this thing also that that thou hast spoken, for thou hast found grace in my sight, and I know thee by name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, We will right there. This is so good. uh, This about here. He wants to. He wants to get even closer to the Lord in these next verses. But we'll take up there uh, uh, next next time. Uh, That that'll be on the 18th verse of Tina. Okay. The 18th verse. Um, the 33rd chapter? Yes, uh, ma'am. 30. Okay. 33. Oh. Eight. Again. What? 33 what? 18. Okay. That that should be our prayer. Lord, if you don't go, I don't want to go either. Lord, if you're not in this place, I don't want to go there either. Or, Mm. Lord, if you wouldn't drink or eat this, I don't want to drink or eat that. We should just, uh, you know, grade our papers by that presence. Can I do this? Can I say this? Can I uh, participate in this? And and, uh, just like Moses. And uh, that's so sweet there in verse 17 where the last words he says, I know thee. (laughs) I know thee. I know thee. And and that's... That's who, you know, it's not that we know God, but the the crux of the matter is, does God know you? Amen. Right. You say, I know Christ, but does Christ know you? Right. Because you can have a head knowledge. You can know all about him just like you know about George Washington cutting down the cherry tree. If he did that, they say he didn't do it, but <laughs> I still believe he cut that cherry tree down. But you can know all about him, and yet, does he know all about you? Oh, my goodness. What a, what a thing. But he knows Moses. That just I think I think that's so sweet. I love that. Okay, well, looks like we'll we'll take up there and um we we could go ahead and finish it, but there's so much in that that uh, y'all gonna love this. I I think I've got something to say about it. Maybe uh, has anybody got some 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 word to say? Questions or? Compliments, Jan. 
You did good, Mama. <laughs> there you go. Jan? Jan? Yes, ma'am? This is Sonia. I just want to say I have enjoyed this so much, and it's helped me so much, and I just appreciate you letting me in on it. Well, I'll call you next Monday, too, then. Okay, I'll do that because I, I really enjoy it, and it's been nice to hear your mom and okay. the other people. All right. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Sonia. I got a a very special prayer request. I I, I don't want to get into it, but God knows all about it. It's it's very dear to my heart. All right. Y'all remember that. And God knows all about it. God knows all about it. Somebody else may have a prayer request before we pray. I'm going to ask Brother Gary if he'll pray for us and remember Sonia's uh, request there and all these sick people. Um, Anybody else got a prayer request? All right. It's just praises, uh, Brother Gary, if you will lead us in that. Okay. Dear gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for this time. Father, we come and read your word, Father, and enjoy it so much, God, for speaking to our heart. Thank you for Miss Janice and uh, letting her share her wisdom. Father, thank you, God. Lord, be with each and every one, Lord, and uh, the prayer request of Sonia. God, just touch that prayer request. Lord, you know it. Know the what the need is, Father. And God, we have a need here, Father, of a healing, God, to this. COVID and different, God, we've had people that have lost loved ones, God, or, or know that uh, they're with you, and uh, Father, going to miss them. Send that comfort to those, God, but be with Dana and Mark, Steve, and different ones. I just touch their hearts and lives, heal their bodies, Lord. Father, uh, go with us through the week and help us, Lord, to uh, just worship you, Father, as we, uh, Father, enjoy the Christmas time at the... Uh, the birth of Jesus, our Savior, God. Thank you for Jesus, Lord. Father, bless and everything that's done. In Jesus' name I ask it. Amen. 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 All right. Well, I love you, girls. Thank you. And you, you, <laughs> good-looking man there. Love all. And Lord willing, see you next week. Amen. God bless you and everybody. Have a Merry Christmas. Okay, bye. 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 Good night, everybody. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.